You're now listening to episode 32 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Let's start the show. How they said a little black sambo can never fit a crown. Mama said now that you got it, don't ever put it down. Mama, I swear, I swear, I never put it down. They gon' have to kill me first before it ever hit the ground. And if it ever hit the ground, bet that I'm next to it or for catching me around. The only way I could ever be beheaded from the crown. They wanted me to ignore, cause they said that, that I'm mouse to a door. Where it laws as heavenly as it sounds. But the flaw that you want can levitate off the ground. And you off to the call to speculate on how you could want what you want, but never get to surmount what you saw. To tell them what you saw is telling them you was willing to pedal to the front. And being in front, I put you ahead of who belongs. So you leaking up under who you can never prove wrong. You'll never prove them wrong, right? But how they said a little black sambo can never fit a crown. And mama said now that you got it, don't ever put it down. Mama, I swear, I swear I'll never put it down. They gon' have to kill me first before it ever hit the ground. They said I'm black sambo, bright big hoodie by the lamppost. Umbrella up that I can't close. You try to corner me, but I can't fall. Black sambo, sambo, bright big hoodie by the lamppost. Hands in the air, but my hands closed. It's my instinct if you stand close. I close. Close enough where a name could fully be recited If I'm ever on a stage with a judge presiding Over everything that changed when 12 was replying To an image that was saved of looking to creep by him With a desi on the way so wanting a seat by him While you stepping out the way you take up the seat by him And he guessing why you came he think that he seemed fine But he left it on his face and his face Same one he giving you now Remember you close enough where you can single him out That's Black Sambo by Sky Zoo Off of his brand new album In Celebration of Us Is out now, is on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play uh, This album's great front to back uh, if you're familiar with Sky Zoo, you've heard of Cloud Nine, Three Day High, Salvation, uh, Theo versus JJ, uh, Peddler Themes, A Dream Deferred, music from my friends. He has other projects out there that you can just go check out. They're great. Um, this one, however, might be his best yet. Uh, I, I'll say this. The projects from before that he's dropped, you can listen to them front to back. But. After listening to this, some of those really don't, they don't really hit as hard. And it it doesn't even take you to listen to this. It's not going to take for you to listen to this album. You can just, if you've been following Sky Zoo, you probably said, oh man, uh, this is a great album. I really like this album. Like, and you listen to it maybe a few times here and there and then you put it down. This album right here, I have not stopped playing it. Um, I think the last project that I've played by him that I couldn't put down, and I still listen to it till this day, is um, he actually did an ode to Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt. And what he did was, is like a stripped-down version of some of his, his favorite tracks that he took. Um, I think it was produced by... It was produced by Ant-Man Wonder. Uh, Ant-Man Wonder is a is a jazz composer, hip-hop producer. But they were all stripped-down versions of, you know, some of his favorite songs from Reasonable Doubt. And that out that mixtape is incredible. Um, but this album right here, in celebration of us, front to back, amazing. It's basically his story, him coming up being sheltered. I never knew that. I thought he, because the way he just he raps and the way he talks about things is he hung around the tough dudes, but he actually gets into, you know, the part of his life where his, his dad 
his mom would let him do shit in the street, but his his dad was the one that was trying to keep him sheltered and make sure he was like, yo, uh, stay out of trouble, basically. But, um, yeah, this this album's great. So if you guys have not heard this album yet, give this album a listen. In Celebration of Us is out now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just... I'm glad to see him back because I'm like, damn, he he always takes a break. He'll take like a two and a half, maybe through close to three year break. Not really. And then he'll drop something. Or if he realizes that he's taking too long, he'll throw an EP out there for y'all. But uh, I'm glad he's back. This album's awesome. Uh, speaking of other projects that are actually on the way, they're not done yet. Uh, Elza and Crisis. Crisis, who... Well, basically one-ninth of the Soul Council off of Ninth Wonders Jamla Records. Elzai and Crisis are a duo now. Uh, they go by the name of Jericho Jackson. Uh, they dropped their single. I haven't heard it yet because I'm trying to save the excitement. I don't want to spoil it because I'm going to just keep playing. Uh, for Basically, to let you know, I'm a huge Slum Village fan. And when Elzai was with Slum Village, I just used to talk big shit all the time <laughs> and just big up Detroit rappers at that, you know, that time of my life in, in middle school, going into high school and shit. Um, who else? Oh, yeah. 7L, Esoteric, Inspector Deck, all three of them together are known as Sarface. If you if you heard about Sarface, you've heard. Uh, the self-titled album. Then you heard about um, their the other album that they dropped, which is called "Every Hero Needs a Villain," and I, they have another one. Can't think of the name off top, but at the end of this month, Zarface and MF Doom are doing a collaborative project called Zarface Meets Metalface. Um, over the course of this, you know, the time that I've been doing this podcast, you've heard me express my love for MF Doom. I think MF Doom is top five dead or alive. He will never, ever fall off my fucking top five. That's just how I feel about MF Doom. I don't care what nobody say. He His flow is very unorthodox. Some of the shit he says doesn't make sense. But when you go back and you really read the lyrics, you'll be like, holy shit, what? <laughs> and then you understand the song or his bars even more. Uh, some of them are oxymorons and idioms and just, and I, I just, I don't know how he does it. Cause nobody ever sounds, nobody sounds like doom. It's like anybody that tried to come into the, the rap game, trying to sound like him. You be like, like, yo, hold the fuck up. Just hold up. <laughs> and we get them the fuck out of here. Uh, but yeah, Zarface and MF doom dropping at the end of this month. Zarface meets Metal Face, and I cannot wait. This week, um, oh, happy Valentine's Day, by the way, for you, uh, some of you bum ass couples, and y'all know who I'm talking to. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Um, but yeah, anyway, bro, this Friday, Nipsey Hussle is finally dropping Victory Lap. I have been waiting for this shit. Forever. And he's finally dropping it. Um, I'm just curious to how the album sounds. I, 
his single Rap Niggas has been out for quite some time. And last week I played it as an intro for the podcast. That was technically my first time hearing that song. Because I'm like, I'm trying my hardest not to listen to it before the album drops. Because I just want to get the album and I want to listen to it in, in its full entirety. I couldn't take it no more. I had to listen to it. Um, amazing song, by the way. Victory Lap Drops Friday. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to top Crenshaw and Mailbox Money. Uh, he's comparing it to Bullets Ain't Got No Name, Volume 1. So, if anybody's familiar, for those who are familiar with Bullets Ain't Got No Name, Volume 1, we know that it's a classic tape from Nipsey Hussle. Um, who else? Oh, yeah. Yasin Bey, a.k.a. Most Def, formerly known as Most Def, and Talib Kweli are finally dropping a Black Star album. We've been wanting a Black Star album since the damn debut album that they dropped. Um, there were some rumors going around that, uh, you, you, well, you've seen some pictures go around with Kanye West, um, Mad Lib, um, Mad Lib, also known as Quasimodo, whatever, uh, or Lord Quas, whatever you want to call him. Um, the next Black Star album, which is releasing this year, is entirely produced by Mad Lib, and I think Kanye West is going to have some involvement with the album. Um, I'm going to do my best not to yell or scream or get excited right now, because I'm going to relax. I'm going <laughs> to relax. I'm going to really chill, because fucking, look, okay, Black Star. Uh, production from Mad Lib with some involvement with Kanye, Jericho Jackson, Elzai Crisis, Zarface, and, and MF Doom. W what is happening? Why didn't this happen at the end of 2017? Um, towards the end of 20, 2017, sorry, we got the, the fucking Future and Young Thug collab album, which I love. Love it. Um, I thought the 21 Savage and the Offset collab was cool too that was cool but the other um we just didn't need any more duo collab albums and it seems like the duo collab albums that are coming out now i'm like oh this is worthwhile this is worth listening to and i said i previously said i'm like bro i don't want to hear no more fucking collab albums because none of them are good um the single for Zarface meets metal face Sounds amazing. And I, it, it was so tempting. I didn't want to listen to it, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I woke up early this morning, had to listen to it, played the shit about 20 something diff different times, whatever. Um, I have not heard the single for the Elzai and Crisis collab. And of course, most Def and Talib and Madlib have not released shit for the Black Star album. They're, they're keeping this shit under wraps as much as they can before anything leaks so fam i'm just excited oh yes and i forgot wu-tang and the locks aka d block whatever wu-tang and d block are doing wu block two and that's all i'm gonna say that's all they said i'm excited bro like oh my god i i was questioning 2018 and the, the music, I'm like, man, what are we going to get? Like, I don't want this to be a, a whack-ass year because 
2016 was cool, you know. 2017 was just amazing. Uh, music releases, um, whether it be underground or mainstream, whatever, and and breakout artists, just dope. So I was worried about this year. So um, this year looks, I don't want to say it too soon, but it looks promising. So we'll see what we get. I'm still waiting on the Kanye West and Kid Cudi uh, project. I don't know when, we're, I don't think we'll ever, ever fucking get that. Uh, what's another? There's also news that Dr. Dre could possibly be dropping detox out of nowhere. I don't believe that shit for one second. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, I can't think of anybody else. Um, oh yeah. For anybody that's familiar with, uh, Jedi mind tricks, Vinny Paz, whatever, uh, well, Vinnie Paz and Ill Bill, they did a song years and years ago called Heavy Metal Kings. And ever since then, they've been linking up and collabing and going by the moniker Heavy Metal Kings. Uh, they dropped an album recently. Um, the title is kind of jarring. <laughs> and when I say jarring, I'm like, well, damn, that's sort of in your face. The album is called Black God, White Devil. Um... <laughs> I heard two songs off of it. it. It sounds pretty dope. I mean, Vinny Paz is one of my favorite rappers. I, the damn title is just like in your face. So I, I don't know what to expect from that album. Um, There was one more thing I wanted to say about collab albums. One more thing I just wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Just Just be good. Just be good. Um, I don't have any doubts about Zarface meets Metalface, the whole Zarface and MF Doom album. I don't really have any doubts with the whole El and Crisis album, and I damn sure don't have any doubts for the the Black Star album. There better not be any doubts because y'all waited too damn long to give us a sequel to Black Star, so we'll see. Uh, in other news, Cardi B got attacked by a cheetah. <laughs> Over the weekend, she got attacked by a cheetah. Uh, so there's that. There, the video's surfacing somewhere. I think it's on that piff. I'm not for sure. Adrian Broner uh, has been arrested for sexual battery. Dumbass. Uh, who else? Some other shit that, that popped off. Uh, T.I., for some reason, being vocal on Instagram wants Big Meech to be freed. Which... Technically, I think they should free Big Meech, you know, if y'all not familiar, BMF, Black Mafia family. Uh, <laughs> if you know the history, uh, you know what's up. I'm not about to go down the whole gist of what happened. Um, Who else? Wale dropped a joint specifically for Valentine's Day, and it's a breakup song. Wale, give me what you gave me on, yeah, give me what you gave me on Groundhog Day. And some more of that go-go <laughs> music style shit. That's all I want. Um, that, that, that's that's about it. Uh, let's see, who else? Who else? And Janae Aiko basically went into full detail on Instagram 
about cheating on Dr. Genius with Big Sean. I don't know. I don't. I think celebs go out of their way and just say, "Hey, I want the attention. Let me just do something just to get motherfuckers talking." Um, I really, really love Janae Aiko. I don't know why she's doing this. I looked at her. She's not Bay anymore. Ever since she was talking about, uh, you know, Big Sean and shit that she just be commenting on it under his pics on Instagram. I'm like, uh, okay. Throw the whole thing away. Throw the whole Janae away. <laughs> uh, same thing I felt about Lauren London when I found out that, you know, we all found out she was messing around with Lil Wayne. It's like, throw the whole London away. Um, it's, she's just not Bay anymore. I'm like, uh, okay. You have a great voice, but that's about it. And your recent album is Trittitititash. Um, so yeah, some, oh yes, cause of Dreamville finally, um, dropped his, his new project, which is called effective. I haven't listened to it yet. I will be giving it a listen. Um, so be on the lookout for that next week. And, um, and last but not least, this is crazy. A-Rap Music um, basically went on record with Billboard to talk about Joe Budden. Basically, he was talking about how Joe Budden was sitting on the Drake disses. Like, Joe Budden had all of these disses ready to go. And uh, a, a lot of people were kind of bothered by that. I'm like, well, why is he preparing to, to drop disses on a, another rapper that didn't have anything to say about him? Let me educate y'all on something. Back in the day, because they did this back in the day. Uh, prime example, uh, Cannabis and LL Cool J. At one point, we're really cool with each other. Uh, LL Cool J dropped an album called Phenomenon. One of the hit singles, 4321. DMX, Method Man, Red Man, and, oh, yeah, and Cannabis. Now, Cannabis had some lines in there, basically alluding to the microphone tattoo that's on LL Cool J's arm. And I guess when the record came, well, before the record came out, LL went back over it to listen to it. And he felt as if he was trying to diss him. And Cannabis, he was like, well, yeah, I'm trying to diss Yeah, Yeah, I was dissing you. What's she going to do about it? And um, I think LL turned around. And he, well, he dropped the song anyway or whatever. I forgot what he did, but he altered Cannabis's lines or some shit like that. Kind of cut it. I, I forgot how it went down exactly. Um, but Cannabis dissed him again. And then LL Cool J came back on, was it All World? I believe. Was it All? I think it was All World. And, and dissed him. Basically, the end all be all to this. LL Cool J tore his ass up. And, um, but the thing about that, LL Cool J, his diss, he was sitting on that. That was in a vault. He had it ready to go. He actually came out years afterwards and said, yeah, I had disses ready to go for DMX and Redman and Method Man at one point, which, um, <laughs> I thought he was kind of reaching cause I'm like, I don't think you could really rock. It's, you can't rock with Method Man. You for damn sure can't rock with Redman. 
I wouldn't even want to test DMX. <laughs> we saw what happened whenever Jay-Z and X went at it uh, battling in that cypher. X took over. So, um, yeah, there's a lot like a lot of rappers do that. They've been doing that since the jump of hip hop. Um, it's not a surprise to me that Joe Budden had Drake. This is in the vault. Um, I'm pretty sure. You know what? The members of Wu-Tang, I'm pretty sure at one point because uh, Raekwon and Ghostface, they had a little issue with Inspector Deck and I believe Capadonna. They, that, it was a little rift in the Wu-Tang at, at one point. And, um, and Ghostface comes out about this later on, but Ghostface said he had mad disses and just songs ready to just diss the shit out of Capadonna and Inspector Deck. So this shit has been going on forever. Uh, I, I can go on and on about this. Um, the final track on Snoop Dogg's Paid the Cost to Be the Boss. I think it was before he went to... Was it before he went to No Limit? I believe if, if the song Stoplight is on Paid the Cost to Be the Boss... Then yes, that was before No Limit. But anyway, on that album, uh, the very fi the, the final song in that album is a diss towards Suge Knight um, and the Dog Pound. Well, not so much of the Dog Pound. He was kind of giving, he was sending out a warning to corrupt. Basically, just trying to warn him and like, bro, if you <laughs> y'all keep fucking around with Suge, y'all gonna y'all gonna get got. Just sending them warning, like, you know, like checking your man. So that disc, Snoop had basically sitting in a vault for some time. He was just waiting to release it. And he did it at the right time. So, yeah, this shit has been going on forever and ever and ever. Um, since the start of hip hop to the golden age to the the transition of music changing. So, anyway, um I really want the Joe Budden and Drake shit to happen. Just give Joe Budden a little bit, you know, a, a bit of a push, you know, into into the well. He is right now in in, in media, but music wise, I want him to get the same respect because if some shit really does pop off, I just want niggas to know that Joe Budden cannot be fucked with. He he really can't. So. Uh, yeah, that's all I want to happen. I, I want to see happen. Uh, anyway, now, a couple weeks ago, Young Thug presented, <laughs> he presented Little Dirk an engagement ring. And I read that and I just, I laughed for a good 10 minutes, man. Um, but yeah, anyway, recently, which was a couple days ago, Young Thug, Young Thug bought Jacquees a chain, and he was on on one of the, I forgot what I think it's Instagram, but Young Thug was flirting with Takashi Six Nine. Um, how much power does Young Thug really have? I'm <laughs> I'm very curious to find out how much power he really got. Um. 
I don't know. I know he's probably doing it to troll. And I really like Young Thug. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's doing it to troll. But I just think when these stories come out, I'm just like, really? Like, why is this even a story? And at the same time, it's funny because it's like, he has to be trolling. Um, and then, you know, the affiliation with Birdman and, and Lil Wayne back in the day and people still holding that over their heads. And I I don't know. And then um, Hot Boy Turk coming out talking about all types of crazy shit that was happening. You know, while, you know, the Hot Boys were, you know, were popping at the time. And, you know, it's I don't know. I'm really curious to find out how much power young thug really has uh but anyway here's a word from our sponsors hey what's going on guys it's your boy sid davis the one and only host of the social introvert podcast and i'm here to tell you a little about my show it consists of all things media regarding music news music rumors and i also do music album reviews and i also play the latest and the greatest from underground and emerging artists that are making their way towards mainstream stardom and then some that are just getting their feet wet. They're not quite there, but hey, it's all about support. And I also do reviews on the latest blockbuster film that just released in theaters, as well as a Netflix and a Hulu special that's out. So go on over to bynkradio.net slash podcast. Scroll down to The Social Introvert. I'm also available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Davis. I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S on both Instagram and Twitter. And last but not least, you can send those emails over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Now back to the show. So, um, the black Panther soundtrack came out, uh, this past Friday and, uh, it's decent. I like it. It's, it's cool. Um, I don't like all the stars with scissor. That was my first time hearing that. Um, now I heard like maybe a 30 second to like a minute snippet of King's Dead with J-Rock Future and Kendrick and James Blake on, uh, at, on the intro of a, a government name episode recently, cut, well, a couple episodes ago, uh, shout out to government name. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, I go on to listen to King's Dead and then I get excited because, <clears throat> This is also a single from J-Rock's upcoming album, Chess Moves. And that's my favorite member from TDE, besides Isaiah Rashad. I'll get into that in a second, because I, I have a fucking issue with that. Um, King's Dead. What was the purpose of putting Future on that song? What was the point of Future's verse? What... I, I like Future. I love Future. Been following him since True Story. But what the fuck was that? I'm like, fam, this... If I'm going to listen to a soundtrack or an album that's supposed to correlate and um, meet the expectations of um, a theme of a movie, I'm expecting to get that same feel, whatever. You know, whatever. Um, fam, as soon as Future's part came on, that that lost it all for me. I was cause King's Dead, you know, the the certain the bounce to the beat, everything about it just I'm like, oh shit. Then I'm visualizing the clips and 
the trailer of Black Panther and some of the shit that I see that he's doing in the trailer. And it, it just, it matches with the film until it gets to Future's part. And I'm like, how does this fucking correlate with Marvel? Uh, a black superhero from Wakanda. All, all of this king shit. I'm, I'm just, I'm fucking frustrated. The album is cool. Shout out to Kendrick for, for curating the soundtrack. But I thought this was going to be the closest thing to a TD al- TDE album that we were going to get. And it wasn't. Where the fuck is Isaiah Rashad? Yes, I know Isaiah Rashad has been getting into some trouble. Um, prior to the Sun's tirade release. And been threatened to get kicked out. And, it, you know, I know this. Um... I took notice of that when I didn't see his name on the championship tour and when that song that him and Kendrick were supposed to have on the album was not on there. I'm sick of all the secretive shit that TDE does to try to be all fucking mysterious. and Oh man, we want to be like the 90s. Like, no, nigga, this is a new time, a new age, a new era. Get, get with it. Back to the album. Okay. Um, like I said, the album's cool, but eh, okay. You listen to it one time, I'll put it down. It has no replay value. That's all I have to say. I took two songs from this album that I love so much. I am with Georgia Smith because I really like Georgia Smith and ops Kendrick Lamar, Vince Staples. And when I went into listening to, you know, just I guess sit down and try to digest the album because I didn't even finish the album uh, <clears throat> I didn't even look at the feature list so we like, all right cool ops is the closest fucking thing that does just matches with Black Panther I'm like holy shit this just could have been the theme for Black Panther and that was it there's no need for a necessary soundtrack really uh, but yeah, anyway, I wasn't looking at the feature list. And Yugen Blackrock. And I've been listening to Yugen Blackrock for a long time. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Uh, he Well, he just dropped. Apparently years ago, he dropped Yugen and just started going by Blackrock. But I was like, is that Yugen Blackrock? And lo and behold, it was Yugen Blackrock rapping his ass off on ops um but when i got to that song i did not i I put it on repeat and i just kept playing the song all right the album's cool um i'm not blown away like the internet is that's all i have to say i'm not as blown away i I guess it's just the internet that's just overhyping shit and maybe that's where i get a little irritated and i go and listen to it i'm like oh okay Cool. And then when I do that, y'all gonna be like, oh man, you, what? You tripping, bro. You bugging. I'm like, it's cool. I I think it's decent. I like it. It's all right. But I'm not, I'm just not as easily as impressed as everyone is. Like, I go in with low expectations. Like, okay, whatever. Let's, let's see how this sounds. Whatever. Uh, cool album. Cool soundtrack. I'm just... Is gonna sell more than any other fucking Marvel soundtrack. 
that there is because there's not really other Marvel soundtracks to compete with. And the only one that I can really have it compete with Black Panther. Yeah, the, the only other soundtrack that I can think of might be The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And even then, the single from The Amazing Spider-Man 2 had Alicia Keys. Who else was on there? Oh, and Kendrick Lamar, of course. Hey, there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's, it's cool. I see what they're trying to do with the curating of the soundtrack. Um, but yeah, kudos to Kendrick. Hey, um, where the fuck is Isaiah Rashad? I'm going to keep asking that until I see some news break out. Stop being secretive. Let me know when an artist is no longer a part of your label or if there's some crazy reason that he's not on a tour, let alone on this album. Because there was news that he was going to be on the album. Like, Isaiah Rashad literally replayed... Like, Absol and J-Rock are my two favorite from TDE. And... I was trying to figure out what the hell Absol was doing. I mean, these days was sort of kind of cool, but I'm like, eh, okay. Then he dropped, what, Do What Thou Wilt? And I'm still trying to digest that album because the bars are just like, fam, what the hell does that mean? And uh, even then, Do What Thou Wilt is all right. So I'm like, uh, whatever. And then fucking... Uh, Isaiah Rashad drops the Suns tirade. Sylvia Demo, that was one thing. That was great. Then he drops the Suns tirade. I'm like, all right, cool. Isaiah Rashad basically replaced like anything that I I thought of Absol. Pretty much, like it's J Rock and Isaiah Rashad. That's pretty much it. If I had to throw an RB act in there between Zakari. Uh, Lance Skywalker, SZA, or uh, Sir, my favorite out of them might be Lance, might be Lance Skywalker. But anyway, uh, this soundtrack was just okay. It's cool for what it was. That's it. <laughs> and speaking of Black Panther with the movie, um. Now I've been just saying just wild shit like I'm boy I'm not boycotting cheese. I, I say I'm bootlegging the fuck out of Black Panther. I'm I'm trolling people. Um or I'll say Disney Channel's up up in the way with Robert Townsend is better than Black Panther. Of course I'm trolling. But by the way, Up Up in the Way is fucking heat. If you have not seen Up Up in the Way, go go watch it. Uh, or, you know, jump on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's there. Anyway, I'm trolling pretty much. Black Panther looks incredible. Black Panther looks great. The the camera shots, the cinematography, uh, everything. Like, if you go search the storyboard for Black Panther, how it was just... The, the rough draft just looks great. Everything. Uh, but I'm not as easily as impressed like the internet is. Like, it looks incredible. Am I going to go see it? Of course I'm going to go see, go see it. Um, but <laughs> I'm not going to see it premiere night. I don't feel like being around. That's the thing with me with movies. I don't like being around all the motherfuckers like that. Like, 
nah, fam, like, I'm going to wait for the crowd to dwindle down a little bit and uh, take my ass to the theater. I did it with Get Out. I waited like almost two weeks when Get Out released because it was sold out back to back. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going around all them damn people. This is annoying. I do it for every Marvel movie or DC film that comes out or any other big movie that you know that's guaranteed to sell out. I wait about a week or two and then I'll go. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I like to say like rude shit to people when they try to come at me sideways, just shit that I just is going to make me feel some type of way. So I'll say this, I'm not going to put them out there. I would, and I will mention them by name, but I'm not going to do that. I will say this. I'm joking for the most part about the whole, I'm not too excited about, about, uh, Black Panther. Of course I am. Um, but for you to come at me and say, oh, you're not in, as invested in the culture. And this this is our culture. This, black people. Like, my nigga, listen. I can go to a library or I can go to Amazon and do research and look up books on fucking African history and read about that. I've been reading about the shit since I was like in third, maybe fourth grade. So that's why when when shit like this comes out or um, I I don't get as excited as y'all because I'm like, all right, cool. Fictional. And I've been reading Black Panther since I was like seven years old. So um, this coming out now and everybody finding out what Black Panther is and what he's about. This is cool. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, I knew that. The only time I've ever been excited to really hear about Black Panther again in recent time is the whole Wakanda series uh, from Carefree Black Nerds podcast. Go on to listen to that. Um, do your catching up on who Black Panther is. Uh, shout out to Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, anyway, shit like this, I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go see it, whatever. But I'm not sitting here saying, oh, this is our culture. It is there's they're depicting us on on the silver screen. I'm like, why now? They didn't give a fuck about us before. Um, I I think it's and, and then before I get to that, and then for you to come out and say, uh, and, and call me a fucking coon, or or um, or Uncle Tom. I really hate that. Don't call me Uncle Tom at all because I get extremely angry when you call me that. And for, for people that don't know, I mean, Uncle Tom, the term does not make sense because if you read Uncle Tom's Cabin or Tom's Cabin, which I think that's the unabridged version, um, he went ag <laughs> he went against the slave master. So until you, read, you, you sit down and really read Tom, Uncle Tom's Cabin, Shut the fuck up. Anyway, back to Black Panther. I'm not as easily as impressed as everybody else. Um, because Hollywood's uh, Eurocentric dollars decide to to take a chance. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, man. You know, it's Marvel. Of course it's going to sell. The you know what? I don't want to sound offensive or anything. But anyway, I will say this. Don't call me no fucking coon. Don't call me no Uncle Tom. 
don't try to come at me and and say, well, you need to elaborate on why you're not as excited for Black Panther. Because I know about African history. I've been reading about the shit since I was a child. So when you grow up and you just think on a broader scale and look through a different lens, you see shit differently. I'm not impressed with Hollywood's uh, shenanigans. They didn't give a fuck about us when they decided to do the Gods of Egypt movie with Christian Bale. They damn sure didn't give a fuck about us whenever they decided to... um, there was a movie that came out shortly after Gods of Egypt that talked about the other gods like uh, Horus and Haru and Isis and uh, Queen Oshun. They all like it is. I'm so fucking frustrated right now. And then I don't want to take away anything from Black Panther. It looks incredible. Don't get me wrong. It looks amazing. I can't wait to see it. But at the same time. Do not come at me with the with the dumb shit. They're doing a fucking live action of Samson and Delilah, a movie called Samson. I think it's coming out this summer. And Samson looks like a fucking brunette version of the, the I can't believe it's not butter nigga from the 90s. What's it? Fabio? I think that's his name. Whatever. Stop the fucking shenanigans. Give me a break. Like I said. Black Panther, the the film looks awesome, but you know, Hollywood and their history, I'm not e- as easily as impressed with them niggas. Um, you motherfuckers that like to get mad and offended over you know the H and M ads and uh, what's that shit Dove and what was that shit when where a bunch of women just got angry? Like I think it was like a hair care product or some shit like that. Um. I'm I don't get mad at that. I don't turn up and and speak on it. Um I'm not upset over the Nefertiti um bullshit that they pulled on the Today show. You know why? Cuz that's how they still feel about us. So yeah, be excited about Black Panther. Uh be giddy and excited and 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 you know, celebrate Black Panther, you know. Go spend your money. Go buy some popcorn, some drink, whatever, candy. Um, but I'm just looking through a different lens. I want to see what the fuck they're going to do next. Yeah, do Black Panther. But I want people to actually see how Hollywood, Hollywood has looked at us in the most negative light for so long. Like, I still, like, I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm just frustrated, bro. I'm irritated. And I'm not trying to take away nothing from from Black Panther or anything. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I just want y'all to see what I can see. Um, I'm, I'm just not impressed, bro. I'm not impressed by motherfuckers wanting to just now uh, somehow big us up with a fictional character. Which, yeah, he's probably, he's the rich, he's he, he's more rich than Batman and Iron Man, whatever. Um, Black Panther has taken out the Fantastic Four single-handedly by himself. He's taken out the Avengers single-handedly by himself. He's taken out the X-Men single-handedly by himself. So, um, which is great, whatever. 
um, his love interest in some of the issues of the comics was Storm from the X-Men. So that's a great treat. They might tease that for uh, Black Panther 2, but um, no, nah, fam. Like, the, the Nefertiti shit on the Today Show is what did it for me. That set me to fuck off where I, I shut down. The the morning that fucking aired, I just shut down the entire day. I I was done. Because anytime that we get a chance to celebrate something, which again, let me repeat it one more time. I don't I'm not taking anything away from Black Panther. It looks amazing. I want to see it. But anytime we get a chance to celebrate some some shit, some about the media and 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 the concoction of, of what Hollywood just likes to do to tear us down and, and you know, local new just that shit there, the Nefertiti shit set me to fuck off for the rest of the day. I shut down. I didn't want to do shit. It was a good thing I didn't have to work that day because I would have went off on somebody. So, <laughs> um, it, I don't know. I know some people might understand where I'm coming from. I know some others don't. But when you've been educated in, in reading and, and self-learning about African history and learning about the different figures that came before and what they did and, you know, it just, it, it doesn't surprise me. I'm not as easily as, you know, giddy and enthusiastic and, and, you know, hyped up for some shit when it comes along because anytime it comes up, there's always going to be something that, you know, that, that's going to tear us down or put us, you know, 20 to 30 to 40 steps back. Um, that's all. I don't know. That's just it. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Black Panther comes out this week. Enjoy it. Go see it. I'm going to wait a week and then go. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, iguanas, cats, dogs. <laughs> All right. Movies like this, premiere, whatever, like, okay, we straight out of Compton, and then we had those type, the, the gist of those. Okay, when those movies premiere, right? I want y'all to look very careful and just look around. Um, do not be surprised. And maybe this is just in the city of Savannah and the city of Atlanta. Do not be surprised. Uh, when you, when you see more than maybe two or three squad cars at the movie theater and you see like a little small group of, uh, you know, police officers there. Don't be surprised, because I saw that bullshit when I went to see Straight Outta Compton. Uh, what other movie? I cannot think of. I mean, it. you know, I'm not a, f a huge fan of Tyler Perry movies. I don't really care for Tyler Perry films. But what was that Tyler Perry movie I went to see? Um, I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Tyler Perry. But anyway... Uh, there was a gang of them niggas there. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, Get Rich or Die Trying premiere. Um, 
what else? The Notorious premiere. Um, even though I went to see that failure of a movie, Tupac's All Eyes on Me, which is just fucking horrible. Um, they had a gang of police there. So, people, boys and girls, brothers and sisters, do not be surprised when you see more than two to three squad cars at the movie theater. Because I think they're just out there trying to look for trouble. I've seen it one too many times. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. And maybe I'm just saying that because being around here in the city of Savannah and then even at the movie premieres in Atlanta, I've seen that shit one too many times. And it just infuriates me a little bit. So, yeah, anyway, I don't want this to be the angry cast. This is the Social Introvert Podcast. (laughs) And uh, we're going to get into some new music. Not quite new, but uh, Smoke Perk dropped Dead Star not too long ago. And I was sleeping on it hard because at the same time, Lil Pump had dropped his Lil Pump tape. And I was jamming to that shit nonstop. Still jamming. Um, so I sat down and listened to uh, Dead Star again, and Jesus, it is better than the little pump tape. <laughs> so I got that in heavy rotation. Uh, real quick, this is OK featuring Lil Pump. Lil Perk, Lil Pump. Hey, uh, oh, yo, yo. Yo, all these chains, man. Yo, yo. Lil Pump, Lil hey. Perk. Okay. Hey. Okay. Huh? Yo. Hey. Hey. Huh? 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 Okay. 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 I'm bitch. Okay. Not on her lip. Okay. I got a stick. Okay. I let it hit. Okay. Huh? Love her. I'm moving the pack. Came in it be with a map. Gelato, I'm smoking on wax. You can get shot from the back. Drip, drip. Chains on my neck look like piss. Honey, run, jump on the stick. Diamonds all over my wrist. I just walked in with your bitch. Gloss of MT with a dick. Shoot on a trip in the lick. I put his hand in my drink. I'm in the club and I'm twisted. Money is taller than midget. Walk in the store and I pick it. Zang got me spinning like fidget. Okay, 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 okay. I'm for your bitch, okay. Not on her lip, okay. Lower, I got a stick, okay. I let it hit, okay. I pop his hand, okay. I fuck your bitch in the lane. Damn, that bitch just do what I say. Ooh, she let me bust in the face. Ooh, this is your bitch, she got changed. Yeah, I got my bitch on my way. Ooh, I scared all over the place. Yeah, I put kilos on the plate. Day. Huh? Grandma whipping like a slave. Honey, yeah. mommy's yeah. in the safe. Huh? Yeah. And my lawyer selling yay. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. What? Okay. What? I fuck your bitch in the bay. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. Yeah. She in my house like a maid. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm for your bitch. Okay. Not on her lip. Okay. Lumber. I got a stick. Okay. I let it hit. Okay. Huh? That's okay by Smoke Perk featuring Lil Pump off a of Dead Star. <laughs> That's my shit. Um, you can check that out on Nat Piff and Apple Music. Um, <clears throat> recently, Ruben Vincent. If you're not familiar with Ruben Vincent, he is signed to Jamla Records. Um, he has actually been under Ninth Wonders radar for several years, actually. 
Um, I think one of the first freestyles he did was over a, <clears throat> excuse me, a Nas beat. And I think it was, um, it ain't hard to tell. And that's what got Ninth's attention at the time. That was 2013, 2014. Um, but anyway, uh, Ruben Vincent has been working with Ninth ever since then. Um, if you're not familiar with him, if you're familiar with Murs and Ninth Wonder, those two dropped a surprise project a few years ago called Brighter Days. Ruben Vincent is featured on a song on that, on that album. And uh, pretty great song. Dope artist. Uh, he, he's young, man. He's not even... I don't even, No, he's not even 20 yet. I don't even think he's 19 yet. He's a young kid. Uh, anyway, he took some time, whatever, graduated from high school, and uh, recently... Came back, dropped a project called Myers Park. And it's a great project. Like this kid, just no features at all whatsoever. Uh, that doesn't really matter. But still, he's, I'm like, damn, he sounds so different now. Like his voice was really high pitched. And I think that's why Ninth kind of waited and gave him a break for his his voice to mature, his voice to deepen. Because now he just sounds like. Like he just sounds brolic. Like he got some bravado about him now, where he's just the way he says shit, it comes across. So, um, but anyway, the album's called Myers Park. Uh, the lead single from the album is called Something to Say. Um, she's not credited, but you know, if you're familiar with her vocals, the vocalist is Heather Victoria. Heather Victoria is also part of um, Jamla Records. She needs to hurry up and drop an album because she is dope. But anyway, um, this song though, however, is called yeah. Team Spirit. Check it out. Yeah, so so say word. You ain't never tell no lie. All of my boys gon' shine, hop in a blue skirt. Do you wanna come for the ride? If you do best to jump up inside, ain't nothing I'm on. Hop in the whip and we roll. Birds of a wing fly together, stay to the cold. Never fold on these foes. Shenanigans on no weather. It's whatever. Messages from my mama ain't gonna reply. Cause you go crazy. I know she hatin' up on most of my guys. If you look them all in the face, you think that they just boys from the streets. But y'all crazy, I look at them and see the same faces from ages of Three. Turn up the tempo, roll up, they pump on the endo I don't put my head out the window, I don't put my head out the window Yeah, 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 I'm feeling the breeze, just put my mind on ease None of us is safe, but baby, we all free Okay, youngest, we youngest, we ain't worried about nothing Wait, I lie, cause you see that, we are dodging and ducking The popo like, oh no, yeah, we know they is coming But it feels so good, we like bumping, keep it running Nobody, 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 nobody
still we dip out. Gotta find ways for chips now. Talking no laces, green paper. Moving on up, no escalator. Mask on, no respirator. To the jug once we located. Hey, Ruben, is you regulating? Nah, I ain't with it, so I catch you later. Cool. Drop them off and we dropping on them. Stole the gap that my pop was toting. Now, role models, that's what they promoted. Things were hopeless that just provoked it. Bumping future cops. That's Teen Spirit by Ruben Vincent off of his album, Myers Park, the debut album. Um, you can go check it out on Apple Music. That's the only place where I could find it because I went on Spotify. I didn't even see him up there. Um, but anyway, Myers Park, Apple Music, check it out. Great album. Um, real quick, before we wrap the show up, here's a word from our sponsors. Android users, BYNK Radio just launched an app. That's right. If you've been listening to our radio station via internet on bynkradio.com, you can now go to your Google Play Store and download the app. It consists of artist spotlights, artist drops, as well as Indian underground hip hop, a little bit of mainstream. And as of recent, we also added R&B and Neo Soul to the mix. So go to your Google Play Store right now, right now, and download the BYNK Radio app. Now back to the show. So I want to know what everybody's buying their side chick for Valentine's Day. Or if you don't have a side chick, did you argue with your significant other <laughs> in the plot to not buy shit for them? Like, I want to know. Um, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. I, I said that earlier, but um, I just I hope you all enjoy, man, and catch cavities, man, from the, you know, disgusting ass chocolate that y'all eat and you know what i'm saying and um <laughs> i don't celebrate the white man's holiday i'm just kidding uh anyway i want to give a quick shout out to ignorant philosophy conversation con artists um <laughs> i'll get back to the conversation con artist thing real quick shout out to ignorant philosophy conversation con artists random tandem Wild and Woke. Um, I want to shout out Crazy Town Podcast. I want to shout out uh, The Role Models. Uh, I want to shout out Crystal Clear Podcast. Talk it out. And I want to get into the BYNK family, of course, as always. Shout out to Government Name. Free Government Name. Um, They shut down a fuck SoundCloud for real. Don't please don't strip this episode down. I'm sorry, SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud stripped down government names, entire SoundCloud account, their old account. So, um, if you can't find them, they've, they let it be known. They already let it be known. Go on SoundCloud and just type in government name, G U B M I N T name podcast, not government name no more. Government name podcast type the whole shit out. You'll find them. Um, <laughs> shout out to Shogun and Cole Jackson. Um, shout out to Black Mary Fly with Candice Denate and Troublemaker. And shout out to Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman. And, uh, I am officially on Google Play. If you want to find me anywhere else, you can find me on SoundCloud, of course. You can find me on Stitcher. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. Or you can just go on to bynkradio.net slash podcast, and I'm there as well. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I just want to wish y'all happy Valentine's Day. Um, it's, it's a tragic holiday, I know. 
<laughs> Let me stop. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. If you want to send any emails, if you got any questions, need any advice um, to get started with music or podcasting, or, it, it could be about anything, man. Whatever you need. Send those emails over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Sid Davis. Thank you for listening to the Social Introvert Podcast, and I will see you next week. Peace. I got some money, I'ma blow it all today. They say, Michael, don't throw it all away. My reply was, there's more on the way. When I said it, I was walking in the rain. I did a show in Chicago on the first. Now I'm back in LA, like Chicago in first. No son, but I fathered this verse. It's all I'm probably worth. And I'm from sunny CA to rain on all of this earth. Rainy terrain, receive the God sent messages. We know the answer, but dance around what the question is. What is it? Back to who's on first It's my dog, it's his tail, it's the chase It's the search, it's the ignorance That causes all the bliss in my surroundings Cause dealing with realities Like drawing out your boundaries And I refuse to be referred as less than a creative So catch me when I'm live in town As I've been demonstrating That I can find my greatness in the waking of my absence And absolutely kill it when they dealing out these bad hands Player plays what a player's dealt And carries baggage like conveyor belts And never fucking saves his wealth Got some money, I'ma blow it all today. They say, Michael, don't throw it all away. My reply was, there's more on the way. When I said it, I was walking in the rain. I write to Alchemist, cause others don't inspire me. I got my people in, they got my back entirely. I kill with our science on the side of me. Find myself a lame out nine.